Head over to miniaturemarket.com where they have thousands of board games at discounted prices and you can sign up for product alerts. Hello my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here. At a recent game party, uh, in the wee hours of the morning, like one in the morning, we somehow got on the conversation of Monopoly. And this wasn't just random gamers, these were gamers that I've been playing games with for over 10 years as part of my game group. And we started talking about not only the nostalgia of Monopoly, but also why everybody, or most people, have bad experiences with it. And they say things like, it's we flip tables, it lasts forever, we've never finished a game. And that's pretty common. And that was my experience growing up, played it a lot with my family, had lots of fun, but also had lots of games that lasted forever. And generally speaking, if you ask someone if they want to play Monopoly, most of the time everyone would say no. Uh, fast forward many, 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 many years. Here we are, I've been doing game reviews for, uh, you know, t t 10 years now. Uh, I've played thousands of games uh, and so I have, have a lot different ways of looking at games than I did when I was a kid when I played Monopoly. However, like back in 2009, there was a really cool documentary that came out about Monopoly called Under the Boardwalk. Uh, I think right now it's on Prime Video, Amazon Prime Video, you can watch it. I don't know if it's free or I think if you have a Prime subscription, you can watch it for you. It's part of your subscription. Uh, and in that, it, would, it went over like Monopoly tournaments and professionals and all the stuff that I was watching. And I was like, it was an interesting one, but uh, one of the people there, you know, these are all like the, the, the highest ranked players in the world. And they talked a little bit about strategy, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, and one of them wrote a book and I had read it and I thought it was kind of cool. And I was like, okay, good. I'm going to start playing online a little bit uh, and start getting better. So because you know, I still played it with my dad and my brother about annually up at our, our, our cabin. And it was pretty cutthroat every year. It was like our big thing. Uh, and I wanted to get an edge on them. I wanted to be able to beat them, uh, you know, really badly and a lot and every year. So I read the book and I was like, wow, there's a ton. Sure, like at first look, it looks like, you know, a roll and move and it is a roll and move, which is still not a very good mechanism, but it's a roll and move with luck, right? But, and there's cards with luck, but other than that, everything else is strategy. And you start to learn about a lot about the probabilities down to the decimal percentages of which properties land on more and more. All these different things and different, different reasons why you would do different things. And I started learning, I was like, once I started playing with the actual official rules, when the next time we played with my dad and my brother, I was like, we're playing this with the real rules. They said, okay, let's do it. So they did it and they're like, wow, this is way more fun, right? So I started playing with more groups like that and it was still fun. Now granted, to, to this day, uh, there's still many games that I love way more than Monopoly. However, if you play it with the real rules and you play it with the right group that's into negotiating and stuff, it actually is a very good game. Uh, now, the reason why we have these problems is because they're self-inflicted. Almost everybody I know plays by the wrong rules. And there's two or three rules that contribute to the reason why people hate Monopoly, okay? One, the biggest bad rule is free parking. You never start money on free parking. Money never goes to free parking. In a game where it's supposed to be a race, you're trying to be the fastest one to bankrupt all the other players, infusing capital into the game just makes the game go longer. And sometimes infinite loops because you just every time people are paying money to the to the bank for different things they're putting it into free parking and it infuses more capital it just it takes it too long it just actually does the opposite of what you want the game to do uh, another one is you know trading it's called the property trading game it says it right on the box it says it on the, the board you need to trade in this game and you need to trade fast and furious because you need to be the first player to be in a good strong position that's going to give you the best chance of winning 
And a lot of people are either like, they don't know what to trade for or they don't want to trade. They just want to roll a move and try to get a natural monopoly of a color group. It very rarely happens. So that tends to happen. You've got to be open and wanting to trade. The third thing is jail. A lot of people play with, if you're in jail, you can't collect rents. That also slows the game down a lot. Now there's a lot of things that other people don't do. Like a lot of people don't know that you can, if you don't want to have a property, you can put it up for auction. It's a great strategy to do. If you have a lot of money and other people don't, you can actually get it for less than what it's worth and things like that. There's, there's house, housing shortages where you can specifically make it so that other players can't get houses because they're all gone because you played strategically the right way, broken down a hotel at the right time, all this, this and that. There's actually a lot of strategy. This is just barely scratching the surface. There is a ton of strategy in this game once you know the probabilities in this. And I've had a better time playing it. Again, it's not the best game ever, but I actually enjoy playing it if I play with the right group and I play with people that want to play the right way. So with that, that's how I explained to these guys. And they've never played with the real rules. So we got together recently right after Thanksgiving uh, that weekend, sat out out of my porch and we played a game of official monopoly now we played with the championship version which came out right around the time that documentary came out with it's not in print anymore but you can get a hand on, on one of the old ones the cool thing is it has a big trophy that you can put your name on when you win but also again monopoly should never take more than 90 minutes ever in fact in the tournaments they stop it at 90 minutes and they have this little sheet you out the assets and they put who's ever in first second third or fourth this game comes with that exact official sheet because it should never last more than 90 minutes in fact a lot of monopoly games if you're playing with people that all know what you're doing and you're playing with the rules is over in 60 minutes so with that being said we played an official game of monopoly uh, with the championship version um, and we had some thoughts about this and I think you might be surprised about what we had to say. All right, so we just finished the game. I am here with Brett, Greg, and Alex. Uh, we just finished the game. So they have heard the history of, or my history of, with Monopoly and why we ended up doing this crazy thing. Uh, so Greg, each of us is going to quickly talk about like what has been your history in the game. Have you ever played it with just the straight, real, official rules before? No. I mean, like everybody else, I grew up playing it very wrong. <laughs> but I knew some of the things that other friends I play with did it. Like I knew about like mortgaging and the 10%. And there were some of those little finer points that I think the like six and seven year old people I was playing with when I was also six or seven didn't know about all those little mathy things. But we had the free parking and we had, you know, some of that baloney that didn't really um you know wasn't really part of the game originally but i loved it still okay so, i remember so, playing it you know i mean yeah. i was a kid there's only so many games available to right. me and so i remember playing it a bunch and um and enjoying it even though it would take hours and hours and hours okay. um and then I remember watching that documentary years ago yeah. when it came out and going, oh my gosh, people play this in like 60 about, he's minutes. He's talking about that documentary called yeah. Under the Boardwalk that's on Amazon Video now. I watched it back then too. That's actually what kind of got me into playing, at that point in time, a lot of Monopoly, almost competitively. And that documentary was like 10 or 12 years ago. Yeah, it came out yeah. like 2009, I think. And so I was like, whoa, you could, whoa, okay. Oh, wow, this is how you're supposed to play it. And it can be played in an hour. And people play this as championship. You know, and it was like very eye-opening. That said, I still never played Monopoly again after right, seeing after that. that documentary. But yeah, so that's my my brief history. Hey Alex, what about it. you? Yeah, I mean, I played Monopoly a ton as a kid. Uh, by the time I was a teenager, I ended up hating the game because <laughs> it was a family favorite. You know, you get together with families. Some people are more competitive than others in the family. I would happen to be one of the more competitive ones, and my father as well. You know, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And uh, we would eventually get into shouting matches. So it ended up being more of a game of shouting who could shout louder than it would be a game of Monopoly. But we did play, I think, mostly with the correct rules. It might have been my dad's 
being particular about playing it uh, um, by whatever he uh, understood the rules to be in the rule book. But honestly, um, I did not know about how the uh, the jail was handled as far as going to jail, being stuck there for three turns, yeah. and then going out. I thought that you were literally just stuck there. And so I was like, I wish I had been. Yeah. I guess that was the one rule. <laughs> actually that, yeah, there's, there's some strategy it, about so. when you want to stay and when you don't want yeah. to stay. Of course, absolutely. So, but yeah. That's, what about you, Brett? I mean, no, when we played as a kid, it was every house rule imaginable. <laughs> so like, That's how most people play it. Yeah, so games yeah. would take, you'd be like, all right, well, it's midnight. I guess we stop here. Yeah. Um, I think I maybe played it once as an adult with semi-real rules, but like... I, I, I remember having a very bad experience and then plus with all the like the other plethora of games out there like yeah it's almost like you know everybody has a copy of Monopoly somewhere but like it just never gets played it's just like oh I have one just because I have to have one yeah, yeah. so it's like but yeah so I mean the real rules though were so, so you had you, this was your first time playing with yes, the real rules so we're gonna talk about rules. what you guys thought in just a second yeah. um, so talking about the different versions of Monopoly this is my favorite because it comes with the I, I mentioned it in the video but I didn't show it to you this is the trophy. It actually has like little things that you can write your name in and slip it in there, which is kind of cool. And as I mentioned in the video, that most games should never take more than 90 minutes. And if they do, it's pretty much over 90 minutes anyways. And I had mentioned this in the early video. This one actually comes with the sheet to add up all your assets at the end of 90 minutes. Because if it's not over by then, it's pretty much over. Um, and even in the, the championship stuff, they use these. So that's why, that's why I played this version. I don't, I don't think you can get this one anymore. So, so not talking about exactly what happened in this game yet. Just... How did it feel from a standpoint of strategy versus luck versus stuff versus the ways that you had played it before? Like, do you have a different feeling about Monopoly in general? And then later, maybe we can talk about, like, specific things that happen in this game. But, like, generally speaking, is it worse than before? Is well, it better the, than before? The main thing is it felt so tight financially because you, you don't have yeah. the baloney $500 of infusion every time someone lands on free parking. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but we used to do 500 and then there were certain things that, that when you, you would paid pay them, into it. They also yeah, all so the like taxes, taxes, taxes go in the mail yeah, too. Yeah. So it wasn't just 500. It was sometimes 1000 yeah. by the time someone yeah. landed there. And so just the feeling of tightness cuz in this and I you know, won't get too much into the specifics, but I, I felt like I overspent early. Because I still, even though I knew we weren't playing with that, there was still a part of me, that residual recollection of like, that's okay, I'll be all right, I'll make some money somewhere. You don't make money somewhere. You make money one place unless someone lands on yeah. your thing. You're right. It is, this is a tight economic yeah. game with negotiation. Absolutely. I, and we yeah. were talking during the game, I can't think of, I, we, I mean, we didn't think too hard about it because we were in the middle of playing, but how many economic games are there out there that have negotiation in them? Like, I mean, yeah. I mean it's yeah. like it depends on your stretch of economics. Sure. I mean, nothing personal has money in it, and it's got negotiation. But this but is like pure yeah. economic. Yeah. Yes. there's not a. I mean, maybe there are. We didn't have time to think about it. What, what did you guys think about? How did it feel to play with the real rules? Did it change your overall opinion on this? It, it changed my opinion completely. Like, I would actually play it again with the real rules, just because it was a whole different game. Especially because I, I rolled so terribly in the beginning oh my gosh, that I would want to play again just to see if I can roll. And because you almost still better. came back. Yeah, I almost still was, came back. Yeah. Um, but it did yeah. kind of balance. I mean, luck is luck. Yeah. You're going to roll dice. Yeah. Over the statistic, over time, you know there's certain things are going to happen, right? Yeah. He had really bad luck at the end, and he had a few fortunate rolls towards the toward, uh, sorry in the beginning. Yeah. And he had a few fortunate rolls toward the end that kind of balanced it out because the good the good things that happened to him happened when he had enough stuff to take advantage of it. Well, were the bad things that happened yeah. to him were early in the game where they didn't hurt him as much. Mm -hmm. He was in the second best position. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, that's how I You were in the best position. 
He was second, I was third, and he was fourth because he got a monopoly later than the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. Well, and how did you feel about playing it with the with the, the official rules? So, um, having played it um, before, with I guess at least to my best recollection, with the official rules, there is still a huge difference than playing it at home, and that's because you got to obviously play with the right people, but the negotiation aspect is a whole different level of yeah. ball game, like. So playing a game by the rules is one thing. Playing the game with some spirit is a completely different <laughs> yeah. game. When right? you play with the right rules and with people that are after the... It's a race. Sure. Yeah. You're trying to cut the other people's heads off. Like, right. Right? If oh, you, absolutely. If you, and you play with gamers who are, who are thinking as strategically as possible and yeah. people that like negotiation games. It, it actually like, ends up being a very solid negotiation game. You know, yeah. uh, caveat emptor, you've got to have the right, right group. group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any right? negotiation but game. That's always how negotiation games are, right. Um, so I would highly recommend this to anybody. <laughs> that's crazy. It, it absolutely deserves a second I can't, chance. I, I, can, I can already see the comments. Bing, bing. People okay. are like, we're not watching <laughs> no, your no. channel anymore. <laughs> I think I differ from you because okay. it still feels like a bad design. You know what I mean? Like, compared to modern games, sure. I think we m had the most optimal experience you could have out of it, and I still felt like about 20% of the way in, I was calling who was going to get win, and who was going to, right? I can do that in a choir, too, though. 40% yeah. yeah. of the game, that's I, also I know a who's going to win, I know which two are going to win, yeah. and who's not going to win. Yeah. You feel I like you have more control, though, in choir, because you have pieces to choose from. You're still drawing those randomly, too, though. Yeah, but you have at least, like, multiple to choose from. This is just literally... But there, the I will say, there is I way mean, more strategy <laughs> than most people would ever understand yes. in this game. Yeah, yes. if you play it right, absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I enjoyed it more than I expected to, but I still don't think it's like a good modern design. Sure. It holds up amazingly well for a game that's as old as it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's almost a hundred years old. Yeah, I mean the original version of it. Yeah, yeah. before it's over this game, I'll just say before playing this tonight, if I went to a board game lounge or was yeah. in a public place and saw people playing Monopoly as passionately as we were, yeah. I would have thought they're out of their flipping minds, <laughs> right? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. really, you can get pretty passionate in a negotiation game, obviously, but it was just so dang fun, and I had a blast. We were laughing the entire time. Yeah, we had but, a good time. But we also it. said how tense it was. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. our hearts were beating. Oh, yeah, every time you had to pick up the dice, you're like, really, do I have to do this? Yeah, <laughs> we got to, like, this corner over here. So like, yeah, we had a really rough corner for a second there. Make sure yeah. you speak with your doctor if you have any health issues <laughs> yeah. before playing another game of this competitive. Yeah. I, no, mean, I enjoyed it much more than I thought I did, but I think we made the most out of uh, not a not a great design. But like, like before, if someone said, "Hey, let's play Monopoly," I'd be like, "No, yeah. here's a hundred other games that are better." But like, yeah. if someone says, "Play Monopoly," I'd be like, "Sure, let's play with the real rules." If you're gonna play the oh, only, I, only. I, I would almost, if someone really wanted to play it and they were mm -hmm. they were they were open to like, oh wait, we don't play by the rules. Okay, let's play. Yeah. If they were open to that and they were wanted to play yeah. it the right way, I would I yeah. would play it because. Sure. So do you want to talk about how long it took us? It took us an hour and forty minutes. Yeah. However, by ninety minutes, if we had cut it off at the tournament time. We all knew nothing changed. We all knew that we kept going because these two wanted to fight for second or third, <laughs> which was kind of fun. Yes. Well, once you know you've lost right. twenty minutes into the game, you're like, well, I'm at least fight for second. You almost. So here's what happened: is, I overspent early. Yeah, but his opinion. over He had Boardwalk and Park plays from yes. a trade early. He had the first That's monopoly. The only monopoly I had. He had the yeah. first monopoly. Was that only the first one. Yes. Yeah. yeah you the first one. Right. And he had two houses yeah. on Boardwalk, and I was. One yeah. roll away, and yeah. I, I ended up being oh, two spaces away. Oh, everything would have changed. He would have gotten $600. I would have went bankrupt right away. Yeah. Yeah. So 
the game could have been really fast. Yes. Because if you had gotten that, yes. nobody else had anything. You would have gotten sure. all my properties. I would have built it all up, you built prob- up your stuff. You probably would have yeah. won in about 30 minutes. And it would have because, been completely different. No, no, you had the first Monopoly with Baltic and Mediterranean, didn't you? Uh, maybe. At- so if I'd bankrupt you, I would have had that whole corner. And yeah, that yeah. really would have been... Yeah. It would have taken a while. But at the beginning... Because it's only four spots. Yeah. But slowly, I do think I would have milked them dry of all their finances. There were probably four or five times that the game completely shifted. Yeah. Like, to the point where, like, I felt like you were going to win. Then I felt like I was going to win. Then he came up, and I was like, it's 50-50. And there were a few times where, like... I never felt like I was going to (laughs) win. Maybe I'm just a pessimist. When you had two houses on Boardwalk early and nobody had had, had anything else, I I was like, he's going to win this. But I had, like, no walking around money, and that was the mistake. Well, Well, and then you were, unfortunately, you had one... Because I kept having to sell. And I didn't remember that you sold them for half of what you paid. Yeah. So that was part of the reason why. And that might have been a way I played wrong when I was younger as well. So I, I, I was just like, whatever, throw them out. You know, I'll get my 200 bucks. I'll be okay. Here's the crazy thing. We, the, the, we as a group, collectively, probably easily play over 100 new games a year. Probably closer to 200 new games a year. And yeah. during this game, I said, I'm having more fun with this than I do than most of the review copies that come in this day. <laughs> and granted, a lot of it is because it's There's negotiation. There's nostalgia, too, I Nostalgia think, and negotiation. But, I mean, come on. It's not the best game ever. But uh, I the whole reason for making this video was to say... Let's have real gamers yeah. play with the real rules, yeah. right. and where does it land? Yeah. And and everyone yeah. said it was better than it used to be. Yeah. Um, well, when you think of it as like the oldest version of like modern games, I mean, the only older games that anyone still plays anymore, besides maybe some card games, are Go and chess. Yeah. So this is like one of the oldest, oldest versions of a modern tabletop game. You compare that to say video games, no one's playing Pong anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You don't play Pong. Go, hey, this isn't bad, actually. I had more fun than I expected. Yeah. No, you know it's just yeah. bong, bong, bong. I, Whereas this one was surprisingly yeah. good for It just makes me upset that, that the game gets a bad rap for the wrong reasons, which yeah. is just... Because <laughs> people are playing it wrong. Right. Yeah. But there's actually a lot of strategy as to what you do, what you negotiate for, when do you build, when do you yeah. not build, when do you sell things out. There's, there's a lot of statistical... The more we talk about it, the more I kind of want to play it again sometime because yeah. I felt like I made mistakes right. that did yeah. hurt me and like, okay, I won't make those and mistakes I, again. I had one lapse of judgment where I was able to put three out. I had I could only put two houses up. That's all I had money for. Yeah. And I, I specifically counted to where the next player, how many spots they were away. They were likely to roll. And instead right. of putting it on the two likeliest, I put it on the likeliest and the one that would get me more money. And I made a lapse in judgment. And you landed on the one that I did not put the house on. I'm like, I had a lapse of judgment. Like, there's a lot. I think Brett had a lapse of judgment, too. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, great. I mean, this this... This isn't chess. This isn't. No. This, this isn't. Uh, it's fun though, and I was really like most people would be surprised to hear you could play Monopoly in a hundred minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And play it out, by the way. And you should really never play it more than it should not usually yeah. take more than ninety minutes. Yeah, and the people who played in tournaments played in sixty. Yeah. Because I think they they can tell when the writing's on the wall, yeah. and they just go, "Okay, you've won." Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure too. They also can do the math a lot quicker on like the yes. spaces and the yeah. money and that kind yeah. of stuff. But for how old this is to it's still translate insane, into this yeah. amount of like just yeah. fun, yeah. if you play it right, it's once again, no, the right group is really important. Oh, for sure. Because there would be like like I think you've had table flipping experiences with this, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so if you've got that kind of person who is yeah. gonna get like we were tense. 
Yeah. But we were never like mad at each other. Yeah. I was a little bit mad at Brett, maybe. But I was never like <laughs> really <laughs> mad. At yeah. We should say what happened. Like I felt like they made a deal that just helped Matt. And it helped Brett a ton too. It helped me a ton. But giving him, him, it gave him a shot. Yeah. But it gave Dan two monopolies, and that's when I was like, I think I can call this. Yeah, but he had one of the worst monopolies and then one of the best ones. True. So he had the extreme. The nice thing though about that one, we're talking about Baltic and Mediterranean. Yeah. Is that even though it's the worst, you can also build it up so cheap, which but they're is, also landed on because only the least because yeah. only two spots. They're landed on the and second the least cheapest houses. From what I remember, oh, yeah. I'm sure they are. Well, I don't know why they would specifically be landed on less than Boardwalk. Just and Park because Place. a lot of the cards will send you to go. Oh, and then true. You have true. a small number. A small to get number, there. and there is a card that brings you to Boardwalk, which ups yeah, that. That's true. Those that's are the two true. reasons why. It, it's the second yeah. least. It's 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 the least. It's the least. I remember always two. liking those properties though because I did like how fast you could build them up. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, usually the best way to use those is to is to use them to create a housing shortage, which most people don't play with either. You can create a housing shortage by using we four houses on those. We never even got close to a shortage. Uh, we were close shortage. at the end. If if yeah. I wanted to, I could have created a shortage, but I left all my hotels there. Well, maybe very near the end when you had a whole bunch, but yeah. at that point the writing was already on the wall right. anyway. But if there's Two people that have a decent amount of monopolies, you could break your hotels down to put four houses up to create the shortage so the other player can't build. And so what I'm saying is there's a lot of strategic things yeah. you can do in this game that nobody that people even don't know, think that of. You don't even think about. Yeah. But if you, yeah, anyway. Somewhere in an alternate universe, you rolled and landed on my boardwalk I, and gave me $600. I'm telling you, it was and that version the, of Greg it was is very er, happy It was right early now. in the game, and if I had landed there, I was out. And this was probably 20 minutes in. Yeah, oh yeah, because it was the. I think you got that one and then I got yeah. the Boardwalk and Park yeah, yeah. Place. And you were so. Just like I was mad at him for dealing with you. I know. You were so mad at him because we made a deal which was just like a railroad he, for Boardwalk. Yeah, like he got, he got the third railroad. Rail, he got the second and third railroad yeah. for giving him Boardwalk and The Park second place. you entertain. I'm like, yes, please. I'm, I'm, yes, let's make I, a I deal. I was totally fine with it because it seemed like a logical. Well, because you were. There, the other one was still for sale. Right. You totally could have gotten the four railroads. Anyone who's played this, and even wrong, knows the, the four railroad strategy is awesome. Sure. The other thing that's nice about the four railroads is they're all spaced right out. out. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I only do well when it's, people approach great, one corner. It's great for cash, but you're you're very you're rarely gonna knock somebody out with it, which is what no, you're no, trying you're right. to do, right? But hopefully it raises funds so that you can make deals right. so that you can get you a monopoly still, somewhere it's, else. It's, it, it, it's a it fundraiser. Supplements, it supplements other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It allows you to hopefully get a monopoly somewhere else. It's a stepping yeah. stone. It's not a winning strategy, but it's a great revenue stream. And it's funny because after this, we're gonna be playing Starship Captains from CGE. How, what a difference! Right? Oh, very. Right? Let's we're see which here. one we we're like We're sitting here at Foundations of Rome and in you know, the Last Light and Cat in the Box. <laughs> I like this like, one a lot we play more. Gamer, <laughs> we play gamer games. We're gamers. But I this don't know. This was fun. It this was, was just an exercise to see what they would think. It also went by faster. Like it, it felt fast. It felt fast. Because it, like a lot of modern games, to its credit, you really just do one thing on your turn. I mean, you roll and you go. Yeah, the time between turns is nothing. There's, so no, like, downtime. there's no downtime. There's no downtime, Modern games, even the best designs, often have a lot of, hold on, let me think, I'm processing, what do I want to do, where do I want to go? Because even though roll and move is like one of the worst mechanics, yeah. it does keep the game moving. Because it's it just, does. I roll it and whatever happens, happens. It's crazy because like when... when, when Restoration Games redid Stop Thief. They took the dice out and they replaced them with a hand of cards that had a certain distribution. Each player had a slightly different distribution. I would love to see them like retool the just cards. the roll and move. The, yeah. It would change all the statistics in the game. Oh yeah. Which sure. To a players that play this professionally and very strategically, okay. there's a lot of there's reasons why certain things are better than others, and it's because the dice average roll seven, and there's a couple of cards that make yeah. you do certain things. As soon as you start messing with that, it changes the whole game. But I still would think it would be really interesting if, like, Restoration Games, someone came out with, like, a hand management moving thing. Yeah. Where, like, I think of, like, Luxor, right? Where you have a hand of cards and you yes. can choose which mm -hmm. card you want to use yep. to move. 
I, I am sort of thinking like, are there any like little tweaks you could do that would quickly make this game a lot better? And it's trickier than you'd think. It is, because, again, everything is... The numbers are all balanced yeah. because of the way the board's set up, yeah. because we know the dice statistics, and because we know which cards are in there. Everything works. It's like... Is it's there, it's, it's like... as weird as it sounds. <laughs> for, the, for the time of its yeah. time, yeah. it was so well designed. Oh, sure. Like, if you think of the math and you think of everything... Especially, we just yeah. go, it's rolling move, it's stupid, there's a lot of luck, which there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they still have designed all the numbers and all the economics of the game to work based upon that, which is quite genius because it's so old. Some kind of initial draft or some kind of initial, like you start with your money and you can buy some properties to start. So the game sort of starts so, a few turns in so, would be one way to kind of shorten so, it and make it so more interesting. So one of the things they did back in 2009 after that documentary is they, this, and this version has it because it was real big on them. The pros still hate it. There's a speed die that you roll. And oh, it, yeah, yeah. And it helps you build up properties the yeah. first few times around the board a little bit faster. Because there is a lot of just, okay, we're, At the we're, beginning. we're spending 15, 20 minutes Building just it. slowly buying some properties. Yeah. That's the slowest, sort of yep. boringest part of the game. Yep. I beginning. ran around twice in the beginning without any properties. <laughs> you had such yeah, bad That speed die would have helped. You, like he landed on community chest and chance. No, chance, yeah. Both of I those. I lived on chance. I mean, all the cards that are flipped... From those two stacks, like 80% of them were yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. It was insane. And you kept landing on either jail yeah. or just visiting jail. Yep. Yeah. It was like you were allergic to landing on properties. <laughs> <It was. laughs> Seriously, we all had like five or six. He had it one. Won. Yeah. And he still almost and he came, came back, back and, and got second place. And at yeah, one point, I'll take second. And at one point, it could have went either way. Because if yeah. I had landed on his, when he yeah. finally oh, built yeah. that up, yeah. I had to go right by it. Luckily, yeah. I skated by it. But anyway. And I, we, we, I thought we had a pack that we were just going to make sure Dan lost. I didn't think there was a way you could possibly win because... <laughs> Correction, we did have a pack to make did sure we, Did we? Did we, though? If I were to bet before this game, I would have said I had zero chance of well, winning. Because I knew that you three were not going to let it you happen. You know what gave it to you is his horrible rolls early on. He was, I think, so desperate. And don't let me put words in yeah. your mouth. But you were in such... You were so far behind. You had all this money... But you were so far behind in your chance of actually winning with like one property in front of you I mean, that you were happy to make a deal with so, them. Although I don't. But I, the trade that we did gave me a monopoly. Yes. The second best, one of the second, probably second, second best. Second sure. Best the red, the red set. The and red then I also got another green or two out yeah. of it. So I got like. No, it was a decent deal. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. you would have been even as willing to make a deal with him no, if you yeah, just if landed more, and bought yeah. some regular properties. Like I mean, the rest I only of us. had. That was like the I had so that for like in a way it. your yeah. winning did come down to like Brett's bad diary. I mean it was an element at least of you winning well, was his bad diary. I mean a lot of times it will come down to one trade. Yeah, you can always look back and go that was the that key. was the turning point to me. You, that was the biggest turning yeah, point in the sure. game. Now in hindsight, we didn't know for sure that it would give it to you, but I was like, if I had to bet on it, I was like, Dan's got it now, you know. Because you had two monopolies and no one else did. But he had one that was, oh, more, he had one that was slightly more powerful. Yeah. And at the time, both of us had about the same amount of houses. I there. so wanted the yellow monopoly. I had one of them. There was still one for sale at one point. I think you had the other one. I, I knew. I that kept hoping we, I'd get the second one. I'd raise a little money. I'd be able to talk Alex into that one. But it just when didn't him happen. and I did that trade, I had a feeling that it was 50-50. Like it could have went either way, really. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a bad deal for him, no, especially with how bad his roles had been. He's got landed if, on first. If you can rule out the other two players with one trade, mm. you you should do that 100% The interesting of the time thing is, 
Did any monopolies happen completely organically? You got the three yellows organically, no, didn't he you? Bought no, it, he got it from me, and I got boardwalk from yeah. him. It doesn't. It doesn't often happen. Did you get the first two purples organically? No, no. Uh, he traded a no. He traded it for the so no one yeah. ever just happened to get monopoly. Isn't that interesting? Well, it very rarely it doesn't happen. I would often. imagine it doesn't. It doesn't. Your best yeah. odds are the purples or boardwalk park plays. Yeah, but even though they're, but they're, even they're, those they're are at least ones rolled on, which is why they're slim. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting that none of the monopolies just happen organically. And by the way, was State That's ever typical. sold? No, I th no, it's still there. Nope. <laughs> it's still in the wow. box. Oh, dang, yeah. 100 minutes of play and no one ever landed on State. What is it, State or States? States, States Avenue. Yeah. Wow. That's fun. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm going to play it again. See, look at that. A real game I kind of do, too. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't it's not it. a great design in a lot of ways. But yeah. you can sort of mitigate the bad design with good gamers. Yes, you can. Who know how to play. You can. Good, you know, know how to play games well. I would want to play one of the themed versions though, but just to make it a little to add the extra. But a Matt, but is that a like Matt, a Rick and Morty monopoly or something. Uh, oh, there's, oh, <laughs> everything. There is. But, there's everything. But imagine like, like, because I know he read a decent amount before he played. I did. Yeah. I did. I did but no pre-study. But, but, but imagine if all four of us had the same amount of like yeah. studying all of the statistics and, and this and that. It, yeah. Then what the deals do? Everyone knows what everything is worth. Yeah. And then the deals become even tighter and more interesting because you're thinking of like every and the, the, game better, is the better the, the the better you know the game the better the game gets. And that's obviously with every game but for one yeah. that most people tend to crap on, which I do too sometimes. Like if you play it the wrong way, it's going to be a bad game. If, you or know. you play with people who are bad sports. Right, bad sports. That's yeah. kind of true for every game too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is it too early to announce the the big rebranding that this is now going to be a monopoly only YouTube channel? I mean, was I allowed to say that? No. <laughs> We're just going to go over every week. We'll do a dip now. Your sponsors are all different forms of monopoly. <laughs> He's going to cut you out of the whole video. This this video brought to you by Redneck Monopoly. So I so in the end, I talked these three into playing Monopoly, like I mentioned earlier in the video, and I, I had a feeling they'd all like it better because anyone that typically plays with better with the, with the rules likes it better. Uh, I'm glad you guys did. I'm gl yeah. really glad to hear that you guys are like. I kind of want to play it again sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I overspent on those houses. I want to fix that mistake. Especially for being only an hour and a half game, like I would definitely yeah. play it again. And it, oh, it sure. felt fast. It, mm -hmm. Yeah, it felt like an hour. There it was did. virtually no downtime, even with yeah. you know waiting. Even with some of the negotiation, because we were doing that in be, you know in between turns. Like even with the mistakes I made as the banker multiple times, <laughs> it still went by fast. Yeah, don't let you're like be the banker. <laughs> you're like this is a. Whoever plays with Greg you're again, supposed to give me ten. You give me nine. What's going on here? I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, folks. This has been Brett, Greg, Alex, Dan. We'll see you next time. All right, well, there you have it. We were crazy enough to play Monopoly and share our thoughts. I hope at the very least this, if you hate Monopoly, if you think this channel's a joke, if you think I'm a joke, that's fine. But maybe this has made you think, you know what? Maybe I will play it with the right way. Maybe we will have fun. Maybe I'll do the right way with my family first. And if that goes well, maybe I'll play it with my gamers. Or maybe I'll play with the gamers first that actually are like bought into the, the, the idea, which is what these guys did. They bought into the idea before we started to play that we're gonna actually really try to play it. And you saw how much fun we had playing it. Um, now, with that being said, I'm going to try to put a link below of, you know, a website that has a, a, a very basic idea of the probabilities and some higher level strategies that are, that are, that are good for Monopoly. And then I'll also put a link to the book uh, that, that I had read that really goes super deep into all the different things. Your mind's going to be blown at how much strategy actually is in the game when you read this book. Um, so that's it. I hope this is like maybe changed you, maybe even made you think of it a little bit differently. Again, it's not the best game ever. I reviewed you know, thousands of games. There's plenty more that I played before this, but it's still not bad for how old it is. 
uh, these days if you play by the right rules with the right group. This is the Game Boy Geek, breaking down barriers, growing relationships by board games, and helping you on the next one you love. Game Toppers not only transforms your existing table to a high-quality gaming solution, they now offer full leg kits and dining cover solutions for the full table application. Paired with their amazing thematic premium stitch edge mats from noted board game artists like Vincent Dutre, collapsible cup holders, and really cool accessories, it's a complete system that upgrades every game you play. Go to GameToppersLLC.com or click the link below to late pledge for their latest Game Topper 3.5 Kickstarter campaign.